Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. If y'all ready, give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. We are going to now hear from some of Kevin Warren. The stadium stuff, what he's talking about in terms of the location and the lakefront. One good thing about Chicago, you know, we need to make sure that it's, it's close to the lakefront because I think that's what brings it all together. I always think about you know, those money shots of Sunday night football, Monday night football, Thursday night football. Just a breathtaking view of the skyline here. Mm, it is, Jim. Money shot is, uh, in general, just a term for any kind of film. I don't know if anybody <laughs> went to a specific kind of film, but I was able to confirm that money shot uh, really yeah. relates to any uh, film, video, television broadcast, or even print publication. Yeah, that makes That's sense. That's a fun movie. Yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> Good, good research by you. It's an, it's an industry term. Soldier Field, Chicago, Illinois. Here comes the money shot. You from Lake Michigan. Chris in Oak Park. Chris, what's up, man? You're on Parkinson Spiegel on the score. Speaks for your sake, I hope you erase your uh, search history so it doesn't say that you were looking up what a money shot was. I will. Going to wife today. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, Happy Valentine's Day. Let's not get uncomfortable. You know, those money shots. <laughs> Any film, any film at all. 
You know? A, a video? Careful. All right, all right. All right. Uh, of any kind? <laughs> Who knows what and he's going to say next? And all that's going to come wait, up is, is, is yeah, all that's going to come up is Wikipedia and on my searches. The only Somebody's thing. reading Wikipedia. Oh, yeah, thank you. I'm not a complicated man. I like cinema. That's just something that I enjoy. Call me crazy. Call me a pervert. But there's one little thing that I want to do in this life, and that is I want to make a dollar and a cent in this business. You know, those money shots. One, two, three. And here we go, Jim. Here we go. Here we go, Jim. Here we go, Tony. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Afternoons from 2 to 6 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, Parkins and Spiegel, on the score. The mob takes care of us. We want to take care of you. You can hang out in person on Wednesday. You just got to be available to come to the Prudential Building, Blue Cross Blue Shield Performance Stage. Register to attend, odyssey.com slash 670thescorer slash contest, or text us. And we'll send you the link. So just text 312-644-6767 and say, I want to go to the town hall, and we'll send you a link back. That is on Wednesday from 2 to 6. So just text us that you want to go to the town hall. We'll send you the link right there to your phone to register for a shot to win. Uh, We're hoping to have people who want to participate and weigh in. But also, you can just come and uh, hang out. Take a picture with the Caleb Williams jersey. Yell at us. Celebrate us. Hang out. Whatever the case may be. But also a good chance to get on the air if you want to do so. Turned into a pretty interesting sports day around these parts. Connor Bedard is back for the Blackhawks and is playing tonight. Uh, The Bulls with a tough loss in Cleveland. But Kobe White was really impressive on and off the court. Dylan Cease trade talks, Danny, are heating up a little bit with the Baltimore Orioles, according to our Bruce Levine, because they had a couple injuries that got reported. They don't have a ton of pitching in the farm system. Cubs, not so much news out there, but the Bears made the biggest news of the day. Yeah, they did. Eddie Jackson and Cody Whitehair have been released. Jaquan Brisker has already tweeted about how tough it is for him to see Eddie Jackson go. This was not uh, unexpected given their age, productivity, uh, but expensive salary. You'll you'll see some places that say they've got $70 million or $68 million in cap space. That's that's a little high uh, because you've got a – that doesn't necessarily uh, account for the full 51-person roster plus the allocation for the draft picks, and they've got two first-round picks. So Josh Schrock has a more accurate estimate. Uh, which will probably come in the $55 million range. But nevertheless, the Bears have the third most cap space of any team in the NFL heading into the offseason, plus two picks in the top ten, plus whatever they get, obviously, from trading Justin Fields or the number one overall pick. In this particular moment, I'm ready for a new free safety for the Bears who tackles with a little more authority. Um, That's not the only requirement of the job, though. A lot of communication. Uh, some leadership, obviously the ball hawking skills and the coverage skills, but the tackling has been a problem even when he kind of rededicated himself to it. And it's just, there's a lot of free agents out there. We'll talk about them, you know, later on in the offseason, whether it's Cameron Curl of the Washington Commanders or Julian Blackman of the Colts, Jordan Fuller of the Rams. Like there's a bunch of free agent safeties in their 20s who have better tackling relationships who may or may not fit the scheme. And I, I suspect that's where they will go to get a starting safety. How about you? 
where they will go. Probably, but it's such a young secondary, and they've got a lot of draft picks. I could easily see them drafting one, too. And, you know, slot, I, and slotting a draft pick in there, a third-round pick or a fourth-round pick? Yeah, with, with, the, with the idea being that with Brisker and Jalen and Tyreek and Kyler, there's enough talent to help them along a little bit. You know, so I, I, I honestly, I could see that going either direction just based on how Ryan Poles views the free agent class versus the board. I, It's too early for me to say, like, that there's a great fourth-round free safety that I'm going to get up on the table for. Like, that's that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But I think just what we've been talking about with the, the positional value, uh, I, I do think that a low-cost veteran or a mid-round draft pick they're going to fill the position with a starter without making a massive investment in the position. Either way. What I thought was interesting in our conversation with Dave Wanstead is how quickly he went to the idea of maybe Tyreek Stevenson moving to safety, Terrell Smith. Yeah, I Smith. disagree with that. Well, but remember, Wani knows Eberflus and knows folks up there, and he kind of hung on to it and talked about it as a as a possibility. So I I, I don't know. It didn't, didn't strike me as just kind of random spitballing from Wani. So. I mean, and he, said, and he said it before. It's a... It's a premium draft pick that they used on Tyreek Stevenson. It is. So that'd be another premium draft pick used on a safety if he ends up there. Well, if they, if pl- they, if they love Terrell Smith, you know. You, you need a lot of corners. Yes, you do. You, you, you need a lot of corners. It's not like Terrell Smith can't play. Did you know that Malcolm Jenkins, the great free safety for the Saints and then the Eagles, started as a corner? One of many, many... Long-time, high-level safeties yeah. who started as corners. So it's, it like, does... it's like the guys who start at shortstop and then end up at second base or third. You know, it's uh, a lot of them play corner, more premium position, and then they end up at safety or they play it in college or high school and then end up transitioning over. They get bigger, whatever the case may be. So there's de- – I, obviously, Dave Wanstead knows a thousand times more about defensive football than I did, but corner's just such a more valuable position. And Tyreek Stevenson looked awesome at it. He did. A texter says, what about Antoine Winfield? That guy's going to sign for an enormous amount of money yeah. and stay in Tampa. I'd be surprised if he does not. He had a great year. It's turned into a great one. Did you guys I, see who he was in Vegas with at a Super Bowl party? Antoine no. Winfield? Yeah. Jordan Love. Ugh. Oh. Ugh. I... That's unfortunate. Man, I mean, they're probably going to have to add somebody this offseason. Thanks, Tanny. Yeah, that's great. Love you. Um, just reporting the news. Yeah, yeah right. no, you are. Yeah. Uh, and while I'd be surprised, Eddie Jackson back on a much cheaper contract, I can't rule it out. Can't rule it out. If he, if he likes the system, the players like him. I mean, you asked a great question to Jalen Johnson before week 18. Uh, about Eddie Jackson and the possibility of it being their last game together. I think for me, it's been it's it's been a heck of a journey. I think with Eddie, and I've learned to I've learned to 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 grow and to understand Eddie. And I think really, I think coming in to the league, it was Eddie Jackson, and he had just got paid. Like I, the Eddie Jackson I know now versus Eddie Jackson I knew when I got into the league, I feel like is is two totally different guys. And I think just being able to really grow with him as players and stuff on the field. I mean, me and Eddie used to get into it. He used to say, like, just say little Ricky things or you ain't been in it long enough. Da, da, da. And it's like, it's always been, always been love. And like, 
a certain push, but I think too now just being able to develop a certain chemistry and respect for Eddie, I think is something that I I'd always appreciate if it is our last game, but just always having that because I mean there's times where quite honestly we we do things off script where there's things that we'll see and I'll look and I'll be like, hey, hey, we gonna do this or we gonna do that, we gonna two two man this or we gonna do this or if he does this and you take it, I'm gonna take this or you. So I mean just being able to have that chemistry with a safety like that, I can go get the ball that you can be um in sync with i think that's a special that's a special thing and i've been able to get that i think really since my second year and i think too he he's learned to trust me as well being able to go out there and perform and do and play the game at the highest level so i mean just really that and then also too just growing spiritually i mean we've had plenty of conversations about our relationship with god just how we can grow closer as men as men together and just helping each other we we pray we started a prayer circle every day as a practice so i mean we just We've just been we've we've been in it. We've been through it. I mean, of course, we, it hasn't been too many wins and things like that. But through the adversity, through the good times, I feel like me and Eddie always been solid. So I mean, I feel like if if he was to leave, I think that would definitely be 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 hard on me. Because I mean, I've I've had a lot of older guys leave, but I think with him leaving, considering the time spent, considering things we've done on and off the field, I think that'll be I think that'll be probably the hardest the hardest move. Ooh, got my phone. I think that'll be the hardest move for me, um, honestly. But I think just his presence on the field, I think he's just a guy that brings a lot of confidence to the team, brings a lot of confidence to our defense and to our secondary. So I think if if it is his last one, I know his presence will definitely be missed. Dropped his phone like a couple of those pick sixes, you know what I mean? Um, no, that was a great answer, man. That was a that was an excellent answer. Right. It, it's, it's, it Jones. speaks to the evolution of the relationship and just how deep it can get. And how deep it, it 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 has to be in order to improvise and do some of the things you do on the field. This is this is a loss. You know, it's it's definitely a loss to the the the, the chemistry and the connectedness of that defense. And I still think it's by it's pretty clearly the right decision. Yeah, I don't. It's pretty clear based on how much money he was making, how valuable the position is, and the incomplete nature of his game that he just he was incredible in 2018 Mm -hmm. he looked like he was going to be that ball hawk that would get it but then he went through that crazy streak with no takeaways and uh he just wasn't the consistent difference maker that we thought that he was going to be it's not as much as i thought did you see how much it is his 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 contract is the dead cap hit here for 2024 well, it's what it's what the cap hit would have been, not the dead cap hit. The oh. dead cap is the number that they have to pay that he's not on the team. Oh, right, 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 right. It's right. what the cap hit uh, would have been. I'm misreading. They're saving. They're saving almost thirty million dollars. Yeah. With, with White Hair and Eddie Jackson gone. I'm missing. The, uh, I'm looking at the spot track, um, and it's already updated. Yeah, so exactly. That, yeah, that's yeah. my bad. No, so, so, the, so the, it's that, five, that, it's, that, it's less than six million of a dead cap hit, but the, it's still five point five. Yeah. That's that. That's that's why that's why they can do it. Because the cap hit, I forget, I honestly do forget what it, but I believe I think it was over twice that. I think he was like a ten or eleven million dollar. Uh, I mean, honestly, he was probably a little bit more than that. Now that I'm thinking about it, but mm-hmm. he so five million dollars to cut him versus eight figures to keep him. So they'll they'll add a free safety for less than that difference and save significant money and hopefully get better production. Uh, at the position so yeah when the dead cap number gets low that's when it's easier to move on from the guy because the the savings are pretty significant yeah there you go Um, so he 
But again, to speak to the person and how he, what he meant to the team and what the Bears meant to him and how he is probably interested in coming back, he got the Jeff Dickerson Good Guy Award uh, from the media. This was one of his last press conferences as a member of the Bears. What does it mean to you to be a Bear? Oh, man, it means everything, man. Like, just coming here from Alabama, man, the tradition of it, um, the history, rich, man, it's just everything is just so – it's it's – Family oriented. Like, if you walk through that lobby, man, you see all those Hall of Famers on the wall. It's just, man, like, that's the goal. Um, and just to see the type of tradition that the Bears has built, you know, one of the first organizations. So it's, it just means a lot. Um, and for me to be here for seven years and watch, you know, different coaches come, um, different GM, different players, um, and you build those relationships with them and you learn from the older guys. And, you know, it's for me to pass it down to the younger guys and just see how I can affect someone. Um, just by being around them, just your presence, a conversation, um, it means everything to me, and I and I and I love it. I enjoy it, um, and I don't take it for granted. Um, as you know, I've been hurt before, so just being away from the team and being away from the building is just it takes a toll on you. So you have to live in that moment and really appreciate it for the moment that you have here. Happy to that end. That nobody knows what the future holds. Have you allowed yourself to think that this might be the last Sunday that you? walk on a soldier field in a, in a Bears uniform? Um, not really. I know guys keep asking me that. It's like I'm living in the moment, man. Like I'm I'm appreciating the guys and just being around like Tremaine, those guys, TJ, D-Walk, like all the new guys and new faces on the team and just the relationship we built within a year, man. It's like it's crazy. Um, so I haven't really thought about it. Um, you know, Lord willing, I hope I'm here uh, next year. But like I said, man, God always has a plan. So I feel like I always land on my feet. Um, I hope it's here. You know, I know how it works in the business. I wish I can be here my whole entire career, but we know how this thing works. But it's just you got to live in a moment. You know, you got two more games. You guarantee, like I said last time, like I'm guaranteed two more games as a Chicago Bear. So I'm going to live in that moment. I'm going to appreciate every moment of it. Dan made a good point about all the stuff you've seen in your time here. What was this season like? I mean, start with the winless start. You lose your coordinator. Yeah. You've seen the winning come back. How would you describe the season? I feel like it was one of the most craziest seasons I had, honestly. And I told the guys that, like, I never experienced nothing like that. Like, losing a coordinator, um, the season off to, you know, not the type of start we thought we was going to have. Then guys going down, getting banged up, me going out, missing six games. Um, then another coach resigned. It was just it was just so, so crazy. But one thing we learned is, like, you know, um, destruction comes first, you know, like, Things has to be teared down for for you to see the glory of it in the end. So I feel like it's something bright, honestly, man. Like it's it's something good coming to this team, um, and that's just like with life. You know, when you go through troubles and tri trials and tribulations through life, man. At the end of that tunnel is always light. So I feel like it's something special with this team, man. And it sucks that we we caught fire um, late in the season, especially as a defense. But like I said, it's certain things you can't control, man, with the injuries and things like that. But I mean, it's it's definitely been a different season for us, and I feel like every player in that locker room would tell you this is probably one of the craziest seasons that they experienced. Man, fifteen interceptions, ten forced fumbles, and three pick sixes for Eddie Jackson, and it wasn't all good, man. I mean, obviously he peaked in twenty eighteen; that was incredible. But uh, good pull by Tanny. This was this was George McCaskey after twenty twenty one. Not thrilled, even if not that direct, with uh, some of the tackling physicality uh, efforts by Eddie Jackson. On the defensive side of the ball, I would point to 
this season, game one, one of our defenders fails to touch down a receiver who's on the ground. And in game 17, one of our defenders fails to touch down a receiver who's on the ground. Ouch. That was was a bad one. Ouch. That was a bad moment. That was awfully specific. Yes. (laughs) To to a very dark moment of the season. Yeah. Led to led to coaching firings. I mean, that was that, that was in the context of coaching. Yeah, it was but, the context of discipline and a team that's trying hard yeah. and knows what to do and 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 all of that. But yeah, that was uh, awfully specific. From and uh, for Whitehair, it was an even easier call. They were both very easy calls because of the money. But Whitehair, Tevin Jenkins, and Nate Davis are younger and better, and he couldn't play safety. And Whitehair was expensive. Couldn't play center. Right. Center, 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 right. excuse me, obviously. Yeah. I'd like to see him in safety. <laughs> I would not. I'd like to Come see him on. play safety for the Packers instead of Winfield. Where's your sense of adventure? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's wrong with you, dude? My bad. Go ahead. Let, let's give it a shot. No, he couldn't play center. That was clear. And he wasn't starting at guard anymore. So, yeah. yeah and so, he was expensive. And so interior line is a big, big need. Center and maybe a guard later in the draft. I know they like Jatari Carter. And he could be your backup, your swing guard, but they'll, yeah, they'll find I don't, him. I don't know, because, I mean, I think they gave Nate Davis $19 million guaranteed before last year. Oh, yeah. He's not going and then, anywhere. And then Tevin Jenkins is... Borderline Pro Bowl. Yeah, really good. So, But he has trouble staying healthy. That's been an issue all the time. Yeah, I mean, you always need depth at that position. They will draft somebody, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. uh, I, my guess is they might add, like, two centers. You know, a... Two interior linemen who can play center. Two interior linemen who can play center. Exactly. Because that was the issue. Yeah, Dan Feeney. Dan Feeney, thanks so much. But Yeah, Lucas lo- Patrick, thanks love, so much. Love right? your was, mustache. Yeah, it was – you, you can find a guy who could be a backup guard, but who can consistently snap the ball to your next quarterback or Justin Fields, that's going to be your issue. You know who's got two centers and has been playing them both lately? The Bulls. That's right. That's right. It's a good unit. I think Andre Drummond could line up between Tevin Jenkins. I mean, my God, the fear, the fear that that man would create. See, the problem with that, though, is throwing over him. Well, you know who definitely couldn't? Caleb Caleb. Williams. (laughs) Justin Fields maybe has a better shot. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, he's about an inch and a half, two inches taller than him. Although we don't know. Caleb hasn't measured in at the combine yet. Maybe Maybe he's a fake six foot one possible caleb oh yeah no people uh the caleb haters out there or the justin lovers um yeah they've they've got him being five eleven being kyler murray yes yeah, that he's kyler murray <laughs> yeah yeah but like, i don't think he's kyler murray no but he's not uh you know but he's not ben roethlisberger he's not ryan mallet <laughs> no. no i've been this size uh you know respectfully my my whole life <laughs> yeah. that's bryce young but that ended up being a problem part of the problem anyway Yes, one, yes, a part of the problem. I think, but, I, I think Ryan Mallett is deceased, so I'm going to have really? to. Really? Yeah, I believe so. Oh. Didn't he pass away? I think it was a a, a, a surprise, but. Uh, well, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He died at 35 last June, so rest in peace to Ryan Mallett. So you're going to use a different name now I need for, a different... for big quarterbacks? Ah. There's a lot of <laughs> options you could go with. For tall quarterbacks? Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of them. Why don't you go with Mike Glennon? I, I I could go with Mike Glennon, but I think of more. I mean, he was like it's he neck. was he was like six four without the neck. 
you know, and like 6'9 with the neck. But Mike Glennon has been battling all camp to secure the backup quarterback job. Right now, he's ahead by a neck. Oh, yeah, the giraffe. The ginger well, a, giraffe. That deserved a rim shot, but that's okay. <laughs> you can't hold the neck against him in a hike. If I say to you, hey, what's the tallest animal you think of? You think giraffe. It's yeah, but, but it's kind of cheating when the neck is, is that much, right? Why? It's kind of like it's kind of like when the tallest building in the world is the tallest building in the world because like the because antenna, the... the antenna on the top is like yeah. an extra, you know, forty stories or whatever. Right. It's like, come on, architect, stop being so lazy. Yeah. Well, it's just mm-hmm. a cheat. Except the height of building that you actually are at that point. Right. I'm all about fairness in height contests, Danny. Famously, I always yeah. Have that's been. what you're known for. That is what you're known for. Yeah. Oh, Kobe White is turning into something we will discuss. He got incredible praise last night. And, I mean, you know me, longtime big hockey guy. I'm walking out personally with this Bedard news. It's Parkinson Spiegel on the score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Put him in the hole. Put him in the hole of fame. Parkinson Spiegel to the wreck. Killed it in a foul. We're going to crank it up nonstop. Wow, it's Sorosin time. They pinch him with a the double. They go to Kobe. Right side for the tie. Yes! Big time! Big time, Onions! That's a great shot right there. Great re- recognition by DeMar to see the double come and drop it off quickly. Kobe with a right side three. He's got 30. Interesting Bulls game last night. Good test going into the break against one of the three or four best teams, depending on your perspective, in the Eastern Conference. The uh, Cleveland Cavaliers, Danny, 18-2 and two in their last 20 games. And the Bulls took him right to the end, and Kobe White had a chance to win the game late with the Bulls down three, and Billy Donovan drew up the play for him, and he obviously deserved it, and they needed three, and he had had a monster second half. And he, didn't, he missed it. It was a good look. It was deep. It was over Jared Allen. It was 27-28 footer. But I like that they drew it up for him. Absolutely. But my first question to you is, if they were down two, would they have? Um, That's what I was thinking about. Great question. It's a great question. Because he was the best player on the team in the second half. It was a a mano-a-mano matchup a lot with him and Donovan Mitchell, and he outscored him. He deserved it. But I think if it would have been a two for the tie – DeRozan's been their closer. I think they would have still gone to the veteran. I don't know. It, it's, but it's, it's certainly certainly possible. Cer- that's, certainly that, possible. I, I thought that the second it happened, mm-hmm. I was like, huh, I'm really glad we got to see him get that shot. And it's, you know, we've how many times have we heard Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant say, you know, it's I've missed more game winners than I've made. You know, but it's, but it's about knowing that in the huddle you're going to be the guy who gets the ball. And, and it's it's reps like that. That is a huge thing. If guys are really going to elevate to all star superstar level is defense knows it. 19,000 people in the building know it. Your teammates know it and you deliver or you don't. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's an interesting thing. And we'll have to see what happens when it is a two pointer, because Kobe has shown the ability to create space and get to the rim at either side and, and make his own shot. But it's the threes that have separated him, and this was the three-point spread. Um, it's a good question. A couple things about this, though. One, DeMar after the game on, on, on like, Kobe getting the shot. DeMar, as, as, as I've, like, known and then we've been able to see, 
is so happy and willing to be this guy if Kobe gets a shot. And he was that way sometimes with Zach, too. But DeMar said, I love it. I wish it went in for him. Kobe deserves those moments. He's a big-time player, big-time shot maker and creator. That was the shot. He asked me if he could have taken another dribble or pump fake. He said, and, and I told him, man, I live with that shot a hundred times a day. So good support from DeMar. But as I know you heard, and we should make sure our listeners heard, this was Kobe White talking about the opportunity, what it meant to him, and just, you know, how it all went down to get that shot and to miss it after the game. Just looking back and, and reflecting on, you know, this year and the past years, you know, the steps that I've made have been able to be trusted in those moments is, is huge for me. But like I said, I'm kind of, you know, pissed off. I didn't make the shot, obviously. Um, I felt like I got a pretty good look look at it. So just, like I said, learn from it. And, and, and just next time I'm in that moment, just, just you know, be mentally, mentally ready, uh, mentally prepared for it. It's good, man. That's what I'm talking about. He he needs reps. This team is going nowhere. I know they don't want to admit it. And even, I, yes, I consider the play-in game nowhere. So sink or swim with him. Sink or swim with the 24, 25-year-old kid who's in his fifth year in the league, who's emerging into a top-five finisher for most improved player who ne- will go into next year thinking that he can make an all-star team. G- get 27 games of data with him is your number one offensive option and telegraph it to the opposing team almost and let let's see if he can overcome it and he can be successful and he can have a couple of game winners between now and the end of the year he's had a bunch of moments as a playmaker too you know yeah, he's, he's, it's very impressive the, to watch yeah like drawing drawing attention and then kicking out to other people and creating and man i, I was with the espn broadcast last night just because i wanted to see what doris burke thought of this bunch you know, as of right now. And she kept commenting on how connected the Bulls are as currently constructed on defense and offense, how Billy likes working with the group. And, man, she was just so impressed with Kobe White all night long, just at every step of the way, like, wow, he's been playing great, but I haven't seen him like this and watching him be a facilitator. And you you saw what Donovan Mitchell said. Yeah, the Donovan Mitchell quote is something to file away. He said on Kobe White, he said, he's gotten better. To see the growth, the confidence, you can see it in his eyes. There's a look like he belongs here. He deserves to be playing like this. I have the utmost respect for his game and for him. That's pretty badass from a lead guard who is, you know, a max player and deservedly so in this league. Yeah, I mean, he's a – exactly. He's a a max contract guy. He's a top scorer on a top contender – in the Eastern Conference. Um, and, I mean, that's also – I read this, I think it was in Darnell Mayberry, he made the connection. The last time that they played the Cavs, Kobe White had seven turnovers. So the last time Donovan Mitchell got to see Kobe White wasn't as good of a game. But he files it away, he comes through, he gets that level of respect. It's um, It doesn't always translate. It doesn't always matter. Remember, Zach Levine got a ton of praise from superstars out of – Team USA in the Olympics. Yep, I remember but, that. I mean, Kevin, but Kevin Durant talked about Alex Caruso in a way that was like, oh, damn. It's one of the, I don't know, 20 greatest basketball players of all time talking about Alex Caruso like he was in complete awe. He went for like two minutes extemporaneously about Caruso's game. You know, these guys, the, 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 when these guys give praise, 
obviously it's a fraternity and a union and a brotherhood, but there is mm-hmm. something to it. And uh, it was it was a good night for Kobe White, even with a miss. The, just the fact that he got it, it, it it's a it's a good night. Wanna wanna play one more Kobe White here? Um, sure. B- because Co- he. They had some bad possessions, whether it was um, a Vooch shot at one point. There was kind of like a a, a quick and awkward uh, three uh, at one point. And then in the final minute, Kobe cut into the middle and tried to throw it to Vooch, who had started to cut, and it was a terrible turnover in the final minute. And apparently, DeMar and Kobe went immediately to a laptop and in the locker room and had the video coordinator rewind it and slow it down several times. And they watched it together. DeMar and Kobe watched it together. So by the time Kobe was asked about it from the media, he was able to talk about it like this. If I think I slow down, I can make the right read. Um, I thought Vooch was going to pop to the three. But he made the right play while coming in because I had took on Mobley. I knew he was going to be hard to finish over him. So I think if I just if I put the pass on the money, he got a layup or he got one of his little floaters that'd be automatic. So I feel like in those moments, I just had to slow down a little bit more and just make the right read. I think I, I, my intentions was right finding Vooch. He was open because I took Garland and I took DG and Mobley. Um, I just got to make the pass. I got to slow down. I feel like I was too frantic. How, uh, I, I mean, I asked Billy this too. I mean, you guys have had so many competitive games, so many clutch games that fall under that category. But at the same time, you still go into the break three games under 500, still in that ninth spot. What do you guys need to do to get over that hump and, and to become more competitive? Or, or are you guys just going to kind of stay stuck in that play in tournament? Well, I think these moments are good for us. We're playing, you know, obviously. We, we, we got to find a way to get over the hump. I think we will um, find a way to get over the hump. Um, use this break as a mental reset. Uh, enjoy the time with your family, friends, whatever it may be, vacations, whatever our guys is doing. But um, we're a competitive team, and we want to win. So and we got all the right guys to do it. Um, so for us, we just got to figure it out. I think the more we're in those moments, the, the better we're, we're getting. Um, like I said, tonight's loss, I feel like that play, those moments define the game, and I feel like that moment defined the game. So for me, you know, I got to I gotta. Take it on the chin, you know, and, uh, you know, digest it, learn from it, and just be better next time. I thought he was just super impressive, man. Like, accountable and honest and open about it and knowing, like, what you were saying. Like, these are opportunities. These are reps you got to have. And this is, uh, this is, a, this is a, a cornerstone piece. Not, I'm not saying he's a superstar, but, man, you could, you could win a lot of games with that guy as a, a, as a creator and, and scorer, especially with the work ethic that he's shown and the accountability that he's, that he's showing as he gets more opportunities here. Yeah, and it's – I don't know that he's a superstar either, but I don't know that he's not. Yeah, right? I mean, it happens. That's the thing. It happens in this league. It, it happens. It's a, it's a, there's, there's more talent than there are minutes, and guys don't develop linearly. You need reps. So it, it can't be ruled out. I, don't, I, I wouldn't bet on it, but I don't know. Like over under career all star games for Kobe White point five. Oh, I'll take the over on that. Right. It fe- it feels like he's got a real shot to be an all star caliber player for sure. Well, then if you have a chance to be an all star caliber player and you're in your early to mid twenties, uh-huh. all you got to do is get ten percent better, and you're a superstar. 
Danny, did you uh, happen to see the Lakers box score for those um, those pieces that didn't come our way in a Zach Levine trade, which maybe wasn't going to happen, but certainly wasn't going to happen when he was hurt? Rui Hachimura last night had 36 points. 30, mm. 36 points. D'Angelo Russell had 11 points, 17 assists, and nine rebounds. Almost a triple-double for D'Angelo Russell. In the absence of LeBron, both those guys. Um, it, either one as a centerpiece of a Zach trade with a pick or two assets added in would have been... Would have been worth it for me just to remove. I don't. I don't know. I mean, you know who would not have the ball as much if D'Angelo Russell was here? Oh yeah, it's Kobe White. That'd be Kobe sure. White. I that re- one doesn't. That that one never made much sense to me. D'Angelo. Okay. Yeah, that one never made much sense. to I me. I do like Rui though. Sure. I yeah. It's just yeah. The, Kobe White is the reason to watch this thing right now. And That's D'Angelo for sure. Russell, D- D'Angelo Russell needs the ball in his hands. So I don't. That one does not make a lot of sense. But. Doesn't matter because you can't trade the injured guy. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Been a long four hours. Afternoons on the score. I think I can definitely credit that to uh, what we call skull sessions in the in the summer. What uh, sessions? I'm sorry. Skull, like yeah. like you're like your skull, like that. That's what oh, we call. That's what we call school. it. I'm like skull, like, like we call it, we call it skull. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. God, he was so close, Mark Crody. One of those skull sessions. We're putting our heads together. Mark Grody will put his head together. Some great sports thoughts. He follows us today at 6 o'clock. And it's the return of On the Clock Fridays from 6 to 7. Hey, man, Paul's position doesn't exist without On the Clock existing. They go hand in hand. I suppose that's true. If you missed our Paul's position segment from earlier in the day, you could use the rewind feature. Go back and check it out. By the way, baseball coverage on the score. Spring training, it's underway. To get started, download the Odyssey app, search 670 to score, tap on recent episode of the show, latest news on the Cubs and White Sox. It's all there for you. And, of course, come to our QB1 Town Hall. If you want to come, just text 312-644-6767. We'll send you the link where you can register for a shot to appear at our Town Hall on the 21st, which is next Wednesday from 2 to 6 p.m. So be nice. We'd like to uh, bring a bunch of members of the mob into the studio and uh, come hang out with us on that day. And it's uh, there's a lot of very strong polarizing opinions. It's kind of fun to turn on the TV and see the Bears being talked about nationally all the time and being talked about in a way that's positive. Like, hey, if they trade the pick and build around Justin, good things for the Bears. They draft Caleb and trade Justin. Good things for the Bears. They're thirty to one to win the Super Bowl right now. Whew. That's not, not as, that ridiculous. That's not as bad as uh, as they've been for several years. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, seven win team going to add a significant amount in free agency and the draft, and presumably upgrade at quarterback. Whether or not it's Justin getting better with a bunch of talent around him, or Caleb uh, just being the better player overall with the higher ceiling, it's. Mm-hmm. Things are happening, man. Positivity. I enjoyed envisioning the offense with DJ Moore and one of those blue chip wide receivers, um, as we talked about during Poles Pause. What do you guys think about that? Poles Pause? How do we feel about that? Poles Pause for short? (laughs) Yeah. PP. Earlier today on PP. Mm. How How do we feel about PP? Yeah? No. Oh, come on. No, it's getting what, somewhere. What's wrong? It's kind of fun to say Paul's position. It is, it is. But you know, I, I I like to be efficient, Danny. I don't have all the time in the world. I got I got place to go. I got words to say. I got points to make. You know what I mean? 
Did you, you make know, any? <laughs> did you make any uh, NBA wagers with the the wife out of town watching late night hoops last night? I did. I did. I didn't bring them up to you because I didn't win. So I did, ah, I didn't, you're I didn't one of those guys. Yeah. Only post your winning tickets tonight, though. As uh, as it extends, um, you know, my week without the wife tonight. Poker. Let's go. Good for you. The See, f- look at you gambling on the NBA, <laughs> gambling on cards. Whatever. The friendly game that uh, happens most Thursdays that I haven't been to in, gosh, two months, three months, I get to go to tonight. And, uh-oh. <laughs> I'll let you know. Al, I'll let you know. Good for you, man. We'll talk about it more tomorrow, but uh, Dart is back. Yes, he is. And I already, I've had tickets for a month for the game Saturday. I'm taking Owen to his first uh, winter sport event. I would have been, you know, I'm a bigger Bulls fan than Hawks fan, but mm-hmm. Bulls don't have a daytime game the whole year. So Hawks had a Saturday 2.30 game. So very excited. Little Owen Dada adventure. Oh, that's just the two of you? Just the two of us. Yeah, it was. You can uh, make it if you try. It that's was a birthday nice. present from me to him for his uh, for his fourth birthday. Wow. So gonna go, going to go to the UC. I remember, you know, my dad taking me to the UC, to Chicago Stadium, rather. To a, to a Hawks game, Eddie Belfort chants, the whole thing. So very much looking forward to uh, recreating the memory that, with, that, with Owen on Saturday. That's awesome. And um, I hope you see one or two things that, from Bedard that very few people in the world can do. Because that, that's what's returning to your television tonight yeah. and for you on Saturday. is You watch the whole game, you're bound to see at least one or two moments where you're like, oh, my God. Wow, in terms of stick handling and just kind of seeing the ice and vision and all of that. But you'll also see that he's uh, very small and slight and gets uh, shoved around a bit. I think Owen's just pumped for the soft serve ice cream. Oh, yeah, I don't think Owen's going to notice any of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it's going to, you know, it could be kind of cool when he's like 15 if he's a if he's a Hawks fan. Absolutely. Dude, your first game was Bedard's rookie year. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So, you know. Looking forward to it. We'll talk about it a little bit more uh, tomorrow. Thank you to Dave Wanstead, who was spectacular on the show, as was Jarrett Payton. Connor O'Donnell, Kevin Lafka, Twitch chat, video stream. Thank you, sirs. Shane Reardon is our executive producer. Thank you, sir. Sean Sears, I believe, was in, helping out as well. We appreciate it, Sean. Is that right? No? Sure. Yeah. Right. You're right. Excellent. Ray Diaz hung around and helped with uh, the vibes, if nothing less. No. Okay. (laughs) Chris Tannehill, making us sound better than we are each and every day. Mark Grody follows us. For Matt Spiegel, I'm Danny Parkins. We are Parkins and Spiegel. This is the score. If I have to listen to him, I'd rather go to the bathroom and throw up. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. 
Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.